With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Boy, do I have a a really, really interesting story out of Auburn University for you. And joining me now from the College Fix, a fantastic website covering all things college campus. Uh, Matt Lamb, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. So I got to tell you, I saw this story and then I saw the follow-up story that came out. I don't know if it was uh, today or, or yesterday uh, but I'll just let you tell my audience what exactly is happening at Auburn University. Sure. So there is a uh, group chat of Auburn students, but it also involves students at other universities. And they basically have a, it's a group chat, but they also have a document they shared that's over, I think, 250 different uh, names that they use to call white people. Now, these names aren't things like my best friend or anything like this. It's terms like yeast maggot, mutated vermin, snow roaches, um, a lot of just really my, disgusting. Matt, my names. favorite one that actually made me laugh was Walking Ranch. That one, okay, I was like, that's funny. I like that <laughs> one being called Walking Ranch, but some of them are really dehumanizing. Yeah, absolutely. So the university said um, it's looking into it. Um, you know, it's not really clear what they'll be able to do because there probably are some some free speech arguments to be made. Um, but of course, it is interesting in Black History Month with all the talk about diversity, equity, inclusion and all that, that um, these students are, you know, using very uh, offensive language for their their white peers, their their fellow classmates. So this, how did you guys become aware of this uh, chat? I'm assuming it's, you know, it's a chat that is kind of a closed chat with people in it. So um, the conservative group Turning Point USA, um, where I actually used to work a, a few years ago, um, they broke the story and they had um, a, a whistleblower or they, one of their students knew someone in this group or, or something like that. And somehow, anyways, he got um, access to uh, this document. And then from there, our student reporters, or I'm sorry, I, from there, I dug into it further, contacted the university, uh, and then there was um, other publications that covered it as well. And that sort of brought all that sort of brought it to the, uh, you know, the, the national media, the forefront of um, basically exposed what was going on. So how has Auburn responded? That, that's sure. the question. So the, yeah, so the uh, spokes, uh, spokeswoman, um, her name is Jennifer Adams, um, told the college fix that um, the, office, the university's Office of Affirmative Action and Equal Employment um, is looking into it. Um, and she was the one that told us that uh, it was actually multiple universities. You know, this is not an official Auburn University channel, of course, but mm -hmm. it's just the same as any student group can start, you know, group chat on GroupMe or text message or WhatsApp or whatever it is. Um, you know, these are still Auburn students. Um, and so I think they're looking into it. There's no further update as of, um, you know, this article came out last week, but I certainly have it on my list to, you know, follow up and see if there's any sort of resolution um, because I, I'm guessing the school will kind of quietly announce or not even say anything about any any investigation or any result. Well, we do know that the uh, part, uh, one part of the follow-up is 
that there was an editorial in Auburn's newspaper where whoever wrote the editorial was like, what's the big deal? I mean, come on, this doesn't make up for years of, of systemic racism. So they seem to be endorsing this as a way to, I don't know, to make things even. <laughs> that, that's kind of how it came across to me. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my colleague Dave Huber does does have an article up um, from a few days ago, and this is actually worth noting. This is the editorial board for the Auburn Plainsman, which is the student newspaper. So this is not one student. These are the you know the editors um, that run the campus newspaper that make decisions about what stories get published, angles. You know, I'm an editor, so I understand what a news editor does, obviously. And their argument is basically, you know. So what? Like you said, so so what if so what if there's racist names? Here's all these other examples of racism, which is really a terrible way to look at it. We can look at different situations and say, yes, what happened 60 years ago, let's say, is terrible and that should not have happened. And also, this is also terrible and also should not have happened. It's not like there's going to be one thing that's the most racist thing and then everything else doesn't matter. Right. Well, for me, I'd like to just ask the follow-up question of, of especially the people who wrote the editorial, and that is, how does this move us to a place of racial harmony? How does the existence of this list and your support of this list move us to a place, a truly post-racial society? Because I, I thought that was the goal for a very long time. But if we're talking about revenge, that's a different goal. And that seems to be what Auburn University's editorial bowl board puts forward is, hey, you know what? It's it's just making up for all the bad stuff. And I'd love to have someone from Auburn answer that question. Like, how does this move us forward? Absolutely. I think the student editor should, uh, you know, should answer that or at least, you know, answer if that's ultimately their goal. Is the goal to, you know, uh, instead of white people being in control or whatever, white supremacy to have black supremacy? Or is it like you said, to sort of bring everyone together and we move forward and we treat each other as, you know, human beings who are deserving of, of equal respect and dignity, which should really be the ultimate goal. Or uh, Exactly. And a, fall, a second follow-up question is, okay, how many bad names do we have to allow before we're done. Like, what, what do we do there? And, and the fact that if you question this, it's now being like, oh, look at you, you sensitive white person. No, these are legitimate questions about how this makes society better. And if it doesn't, then we should all be talking about, first of all, why um, they, they feel the need to gather together and make up fun names. If it's all in good fun, that's fine. But some of the names are, are not all in good fun. While I will accept Walking Ranch as a funny pejorative for white people, when we start dehumanizing people and calling them things like decomposing form of humanity or uh, rally of unshaved beast or mutated vermin or mole rats or diseased albino monster, then we're getting into names that that tend to make people less than human. And that's not okay. That's That's when bad, bad things start to happen. Absolutely. Um, you know, there's another one they're not meant to exist. You know, some of these, I mean, some of them are just not even, one is just air or blank paper. Some of them are not even creative, but some of them are, are obviously also very dehumanizing. And I, I, I do think, you know, I think the students, I think it'd be a great opportunity to bring together the students in the group chat and perhaps um, some, some professors and, you know, perhaps white students on campus that now feel uncomfortable. And, you know, perhaps this could actually be used as a teaching uh, moment, not to necessarily punish anyone, but, you know, maybe we can kind of bring the, the rhetoric down uh, a little bit on campus. Well, Matt, I appreciate that, but I have a hard time believing that if this was a group of white frat boys who had a group chat throwing the N-word and other pejoratives around for black people, I think they'd be bounced out of the university in half an hour. Uh, my producer said an hour, but I think that's too long. Right. 
But yeah, I hundred percent agree with with that. I, I think if it if it was the other way, um, it would definitely you know the the punishment would definitely be uh, severe. Quicker. Yep. Thecollegefix.com is the website. They cover everything all over the country when it comes to outrageous things happening on college campuses. First of all, your website often, Matt, makes my head explode because your website is ground zero for the kind of nonsense, wokeness, and and just otherwise idiocy that is going to be infesting our major corporations as college kids graduate and take it with them. So I appreciate what you do, even though sometimes I have to duct tape my head before I go to thecollegefix.com. Thank you. Yeah, that's why we're not allowed to write satire because the the truth is so bad that that we have wrote satire get confused. And we have one up today about a Princeton lecture on the erotic relationships between blackness, soil, and dead matter, composting matter. Yeah, yeah. There uh, you yeah, go. Bad. Matt Lamb, I appreciate your time today. We'll talk to you again soon. Okay, thanks. For All right, me. thank Bye. you. Appreciate that. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.